So Cameron, I feel Uh like this is huge. I feel like in a lot of ways, our entire podcast has led up to this episode. This very one. Yeah. Uh Like, I just remember this is we're in it. We're in Boy Meets World now. What people think of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you look in the background of this episode, there we are. Yes. (laughs) We've been there all along. The call is coming from inside your house. I just feel like this is like the legendary run of episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it. It is. It is pretty exciting. It's like everything that we've gone through, all the time balls, all the windies, all the to you (laughs) pushing Alan down in the driveway episodes been leading us to this moment. Yes. Um, If you can hear that uh, out in podcast land, there's heavy thunder and lightning going on where Cameron and I are. So if that comes through, that's just good color. Mm-hmm. hopefully it hits at just the right spot yeah and then lauren enters <laughs> that wasn't even my mouth that was real oh yeah totally um but yeah uh should we go ahead and get started yeah let's let's go for it when this boy meets Sun Lodge, unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Chance. And I'm your other host, Cameron. And it's we just got out of a uh, tornado warning. The second time we've recorded after a tornado warning. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Oklahoma. The sirens didn't go off this time, though. No. Last time they did. Um, still storming here. It's supposed to storm most of the night and into tomorrow. So, um, yeah. Good times. We're gonna we're gonna record a podcast during a thunderstorm, but we can't do it alone. We need someone with good weather to balance out our bad. Um, so, Cameron, why don't you go ahead and sing in our guest? Okay, here we go, everybody. Your favorite guest and mine, Mike Jasko, because it's Mike Jasko, Mike Jasko, coming on our show. Boy meets world fever. It's what he's doing. Good to know I got friends who'll always podcast with me, because it's Mike Jasko. Yay! Hey. Yay that sounds, sounds so much better without Damone in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we needed uh, a Boy Meets World fan for this episode. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't do this one with a someone who's a noob who doesn't know. Mm-mm. No, no Boy Meets World newbies here. And his last episode didn't have a whole lot of meat to it, <laughs> so we just decided to throw him the steak. Yeah. Now here How you go. You? Oh, I'm excited, man. I love I love the Lauren saga. Yeah. I mean, this is the closest the show ever gets to being episodic is like mm-hmm. this stretch of like six episodes. Yeah. I, I know the three. I mean, they if you count the whole to the breakup. Yes. But if you're just looking at the Lauren of it, it I think it's the next three because it's this one and then the Valentine's one mm-hmm. and then the one where Lauren just shows up. Yeah. Yeah. I was more thinking like from ski lodge to monkey bars, but yeah. Yeah. That's the title of our upcoming book. <laughs> ski lodge, ski lodge, monkey bars, the boy meets world Lauren saga. <laughs> I'm in. Um, we had a lot to talk about. I, I really feel like, yeah, I, this is, this is, you know, 
I said in the intro, and I'm only kind of kidding, I feel like our whole podcast has been building up to this moment of like, I mean, when you think of Boy Meets World, you think of the, you think of Lauren, you think of, um, and then there was Sean. You think of the one where Corey and Sean get drunk. Well, (laughs) you only ever watched on Disney Channel, in which case you didn't know that episode existed. (laughs) But yeah, exactly. And you really think about the Corey and Topanga of it all. And I, I'm sorry to tell you guys, Corey and Topanga have barely been a thing up to this point. Like they're really, you're, you're not wrong. Their the relationship's barely been worth yeah. talking about. It's that show. Don't tell again. It's like, they've told us over and over. Yeah. We've yeah. never seen it. What were you going to say, Mike? I was going to say, I forgot. I already forgot. You're oh, good. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's all right. I, it's not your fault, but, but yeah, they've, like what we had them get together, we had them break up, we had them get back together. Big kiss. Yeah, get back oh, together. T- big kiss. Topanga is just there. We really yeah. haven't. We've seen them together just just enough that it's believable. Oh, you know what? Yeah, no, we did. We we did the the Corey and um where they went to the restaurant. That was mm-hmm. recent. So yeah, mm-hmm. she's but they- she's been around. She's there to establish as a relationship. But you're right. Yeah, but I feel like this is where we get into like Corey and Topanga are in a relationship. Right. And that actually matters, which mm-hmm. it never has before. It means something. <laughs> I mean, it kind of did when they first got together in what, like season three? three. Is it three? Mm-hmm. with Was it Missy Robinson? Yeah. Is that Yeah, that, that's basically, I, I was watching it I'm like, this is the exact same thing, except this time he doesn't tell her. Yeah, except for this time he doesn't tell her. This is the exact same episode. <laughs> I'll never lie to you ever again. Did anything else happen? Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to it, but Sean made me angry. Yeah, Sean will not be receiving my MVP this episode, and that makes no. me sad because I love giving MVP to Sean. <laughs> it was hard to find an MVP, I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I, there's Nobody really stands out in a good way. I've got my I, case for MVP. We'll give it at the end. Okay. I've got no, my we're, we're reversing it. <laughs> right, yeah, we're, we're MVP title rating. They go through the episode, work our way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess. I mean, I can't think of anything that would keep us from just diving right in, right? Let's go All for right. it, man. Should I give us the synopsis? Yep, give us the synopsis. All right, so it's the senior ski trip, and the gang is all excited to be going skiing. Um, Corey and Sean are coming up with hatching schemes to like get together with Topanga and Angela and uh, they're not having any of it, but they're all excited to go instantly get there. Corey injures himself. Um, can't go skiing, but he starts just forming a friendship with the woman about his age that works at the lodge. And then it kind of turns into something more. They stay up all night and Corey lies to Topanga and there's not a lot of hilarity, but no. Um, no. No. it's, it's the, the drama of it all. They aren't they aren't serious with the jokes in this one. No. Sean Sean has his funny moments, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Yeah, there's a couple. Mm-hmm. They play Sean for comedic effect, and they try to play Corey for a comedic effect, but it comes off. As, <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, this is all a plot. No, no Jack and Eric. Oh. I would like to see a Jack and Eric B plot where they're just they just kind of showed up. <laughs> and they were just, in the background. <laughs> yeah, they they were they were driving to the ski lodge and got lost. They do one of those episodes where it's like they're talking about it later, and they're like, "Yeah, we were there the whole time." <laughs> and it's like them; they just kind of put them in. They, <laughs> yeah, they react to the kiss. They're like, 
Oh, <laughs> uh, it would have been nice if if Eric was the one to see it and like oh, you yeah. gotta tell Topanga, and then Sean would have been like, you can't tell Topanga. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh! <laughs> but they stripped all the fun out of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most of it. We've got. In my opinion, we got some things to figure out in this episode once we actually get to the lodge. Okay, sounds good to me. Um, but let's let let's just dive in. We get we start at the high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the boys are enthusiastic. <laughs> first, first though, do you think Mister Feeney's excited that he no. gets to go on the ski no. trip? Did, but didn't he didn't he throw a big fit about not being the one on the ski trips? A few yeah, in the second ago? season. Yeah. In season two, so he got the he got the ski trip. <laughs> he finally gets to go. He made sure he was always the ski trip. Now Feeney's <laughs> living his best life. Feeney MVP. Just because I'm happy for him. I mean, right. Cameron, as a teacher, I know you're a teacher of fifth grade, but pretend you were teaching older. Like you get to go on a ski trip, and apparently you don't have to be that close of a monitor because you just get to go skiing first thing in the morning while the kids are still asleep. <laughs> There's also only like ten kids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty nice. I don't. I don't know how Sean affords to go to this school because it is very small class sizes. Where is Sean getting money from? Who's paying his bills? Jack. Maybe. I guess it is Jack. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Jack's dad giving Jack mm-hmm. money. Jack's like, here, Sean, take some money, go go skiing. He would well, do that. Sean may be on the ski trip itself on like scholarship or something because he said the school's foot foot in the bill. Oh, maybe it's maybe that this public school just so happens to be able to pay for all these children yeah. to go on a senior trip because that's what it seems like is happening. Yeah, I could see um, them having like people who would pay for them to go. I mean, a ski trip's a little bit more than like a trip to the zoo. <laughs> it's typically what we deal with, where it's like some parents might, oh, it's ten dollars, and they'll maybe give twenty or thirty dollars so to pay for a couple other kids who can't. But a ski trip seems a bit extreme. What that actually brings up a good question. Did you guys have trips like this in school? No. Um, we never went on a ski trip. My senior year, we did like a senior trip where we went down to Dallas and we went to medieval times and we stayed in a hotel and then we went to Six Flags. The, the mm. closest that I went to, so when I was a senior, I think a junior or senior, I honestly don't remember. Uh, we went to an anime convention in Toronto. What? So it was, it was the people in the the anime club that I was in, but it wasn't school sponsored. They could not allow that, but we took the day off anyways. The teachers knew. So the closest was the seniors went, not the seniors, but anybody in that club went if you paid to go to anime North in Toronto. Because we were in Buffalo, so it's like two hours north. Okay, yeah, it's not that far. You just got to go over a border. This was still when you could get through the border with a written note from mm-hmm. my mom. This is post nine eleven, but still, I could get through with. Yeah, I went. I went on anything. a school, school trip to Canada uh, with one of those as well. We never did that. No. <laughs> in northern Montana, we're going to Canada, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was back when you didn't need your uh, your birth certificate to go. Yeah, yeah, you just needed. It was literally a handwritten note. Oh, we're going to Canada. Can you write a note? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I remember that. I got to How go in sixth grade. How do they know? It's like you. No, they don't. My my little brother used to go with his friend's dad. Now my my little brother was. I mean, he was probably middle school, maybe earlier. Would go with his friend 
and his friend's dad to Canada for a weekend because they would go to a beach house because they had like property, but just went over with a, a handwritten note. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, wow. even once they started instituting stricter regulations, I mean, you drive a mile off the road, drive up a mile and drive a mile back to the road and <laughs> you can get to Canada easy. No one cares if you go into right. Canada. Now to get over the border in, in Buffalo, you have to have a passport or a passport mm. ID. Yeah. And that just seems like more money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, Bummer. we started going illegally when we couldn't go legally. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's only bridge. You could only get over in by a bridge in Buffalo, like in uh, Western New York. So in Niagara Falls or Buffalo or wherever you're going over to like Peace Bridge or Rainbow Bridge. You're going over a bridge, yeah. or you're, or you take a boat, but that's probably not the best idea. Yeah, yeah. that's not quite an open field, right? Protected border that <laughs> I had in Montana. You're gonna Oregon Trail your way to Canada. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No one cared if you were coming or going from Canada where I lived. Yeah. But yeah, I I was about to say like I am moving. I'm gonna support whatever school Mike went to because. <laughs> They did a school trip to an anime convention? Yeah, that was fun, man. It was a weekend. It was like we left on a Friday, came back on Sunday night. Uh, anime North. I still got like memorabilia laying around here somewhere from it. Fun. Yeah, I know when I lived in Boston, there was always an anime convention every year. Right around this time, right by where I worked, because we worked near like one of the main convention centers. Mm-hmm. And so like on my lunch break, I would just go and like see all the cosplayers and like take pictures with them if they were cool with it. And um, it was just, it was fun. We had like a workplace contest that was respectful because we're like, these people are like doing something cool. It's not to make fun yeah. of them, but like who can find like the coolest person and like, Oh, they love their t- pictures being taken. Like if you're mm-hmm. in cosplay, that's what you live for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it was always fun, fun memories. Nice. But uh, yeah, the, the school wouldn't pay for it. Like it's, I feel like a ski trip is expensive. You got a transportation. You got one one chaperone. <laughs> They've got one chaperone. Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna work. No, uh, I don't know. And it's just Mister Feeney. If they really tried, they could they could all beat up Mister Feeney. <laughs> like if, they, if they're gonna take over. Uh, but it didn't seem like like they could have done anything to even switch rooms. Like, how do they know Mister Feeney snores? They're planning this and knowing. His snoring pattern. I guess they just assume he's like an older man. He probably snores. I guess. Rhythmic, I mean, rhythmic snoring. I'm I'm 33, so I and I snore up a storm. So yeah, same. My wife is always like, if, if it's only if I lay on my back, which I usually don't. Yeah, but when I do, she like nudges me. Oh, and I just yeah. roll over. Oh, yeah. No, I I apparently snore very loud, and it doesn't matter if I'm on my back or on my side. But bummer. I don't know if I have patterns enough to know whether I'm asleep or not. <laughs> rhythmic snoring. Rhythmic. <laughs> I told you. Like this is this is the funny we're gonna get until halfway through. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's gotta sustain us for a while. Yeah, so but they're going on the ski trip and Corey and Sean have a map of the ski lodge. And it's like their rooms, Feeney's in the middle, and then Topanga and Angela on the other side and so they're playing like a switcheroo where on earth did he find the map he said he got the blueprints he he's connected i mean sean's connect there's a the hunter clan is you know just part of the, this criminal underworld right 
Just, who knows? Just, who knows the links of their? Uh, I wonder reach. if they, I wonder if the Hunter Clan was actually feuding with the mafiosos that he was working for, <laughs> or if they're so. like a family, the the Hunter family. Yeah, he left that, but then they brought in the Hunter Clan into what they were doing without Sean uh, realizing. I think the uh, the Hunter's German. I feel like the Hunter's are German mafia. Um, we determined no when we were talking. We decided that his mother was Ukrainian. Okay, because he said he Russian. came from. A, he's the, a Cossack. I could see that. Oh, yeah, he's the, the Russian mafia then, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not. But a I think good that was his, we decided that was his mom's side. Got it. I don't know if what where Chet at. Chet definitely does not look like an Italian man. No. Uh, that's true. No, because he said his mom was Italian. Did he? In the in the when Corey's the teacher's bet when he um, takes Mr. Feeney's place. I mean, she could be part multi. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think the hunters are Italian. I could see it. Or not enough Italian to be part of the mob. They're their own family. How did we get here? <laughs> We're trying to decide how Sean got yeah. the blueprints. Oh, <laughs> he's he. You know, he's part of the Hunter Clan. He just had it. We just have to accept that he has it, but he had to get it somehow. That's a good point. He, I mean, can aren't those matters in public record? Can't you go pull them? Probably, but that's making a lot of phone calls just to get some blueprints to a. Because he'd have to do it. They'd have to FedEx it to him. You have to make up why he had it. Mm-hmm. He, he had a guy in the inside, and I'm imagining they're getting it from a different town hall or like city hall because it's in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting that from the Philadelphia city hall, <laughs> right? No, that's that's special order. You're gonna be paying a premium. So either he's paying a premium using tax money for blueprints. Or he's got a guy on the inside, so he can snuggle up with his girlfriend. <laughs> Just so he, so they can snuggle real hard. You know, maybe Mr. Fontaine still likes him and did him a favor. So he, he, what if, what if Sean went down, down there and he put on the pressure? I've been watching a lot of Sopranos, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking Sean was in an awfully big hurry when he had the snowboard maybe Mr. Fontaine needed him to do a favor while he was up there in exchange you just have to make sure that a certain switch is turned off at a certain time mm-hmm. he just kind of left that box though didn't he I don't think I think if he showed back up he's he's not leaving alive Maybe here's a maybe. box of cocaine. They are drawing him back in because it's like you let us down. You owe us. This is they're what gonna, we need you to do. You're going to this it. ski lodge. Maybe they weren't even supposed to take a, <laughs> a trip to the ski lodge, but Mr. Fontaine and Mr. Whatever I, I forget his name it. made it happen. So they said they paid. They paid for it. They're the donors to get Sean Hunter at the ski lodge to do the right things for them so that they can like whack somebody. So I think there's a whole other episode of a heist movie that we don't get to see Mm -hmm. happen this weekend. Instead, we're stuck watching Corey with a broken, not even a broken or sprained ankle, a mildly sprained kind of hurt. (laughs) Like he was probably good after 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm Uh, sure he was fine. uh, He just, he liked, he liked the, uh, the, the attention. Yes. But so the boys are planning. All that to say, we don't know how they got the <laughs> I think we got some good theories. I like the that they're doing a hit, doing their part of a hit right. or a heist of some sort, without realizing it. Um, but they're wanting to yeah, switch where 
Angela comes to their room and Corey goes and with Topanga and they can do whatever. Um, and yeah, Topanga and Angela are just like, look at him over there trying so hard. It's so cute. And are we going to tell him that nothing's ever going to happen? <laughs> a- Angela, Angela's all about it though. And like the, every time I watch it, I'm like, Oh, they're both saying no, but Angela's saying yes. Well, Topanga's saying not going to happen. Angela's going like this. You think? <laughs> I feel like she was the first one that said, you know, they don't have a chance, right? <laughs> I know, but she, she was just saying that to Topanga. She's like, I don't want Topanga to know. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, that actually leading Sean on hard. That actually brings up a really big question. So Cameron and I grew up in like kind of like church culture. Mm-hmm. Um, like Cameron much more than me, but it was still around all the time. Why was there such a like puritanical ethic on this like nationally syndicated show uh i don't know maybe because it was like a quote-unquote family show and they're in high school still and this is a friday night sitcom i mean i feel like family matters is the same like they just kiss really hard yeah but it's so weird because like we can talk about it as long as like we make sure they know it's not gonna happen that's kind of weird yeah I, I don't remember the 90s well enough to know if this kind of thing was just everywhere. I feel like it was. I feel like, I, f- I mean, I feel like unless you're watching like a drama, at least in sitcoms, if anybody was outside of the parents, they would just kind of like be very mild about it. Mm-hmm. Just- yeah. And I think it's probably just like a give to think this is a national, t- nationally televised Kids show. are watching this. So, yeah. And not even just like kids are watching, we got to be careful, but just like we want to appeal to the largest audience possible. Yeah. And so I'm sure like that Midwest region is still a big market that you want. Yeah. Rewatching your show. And that group of moms that made everything satanic in the 90s, they probably just didn't want that. Satanic panic. What was that group of moms' name? Um, Mothers Against something? I listened to a podcast that talked about them, but I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. It was Mothers Against, I don't know, it was a bunch of rich moms and like lawmakers, wives, and (laughs) stuff. I'm sorry. Stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I, I forget what they were called, but they like, Made everything satanic. Yeah. Uh, you get some Satan. You get some Satan. Satan. You get some Satan. Yes. <laughs> the Moms Against Satan group. Moms, Moms Against Satan. Moms Against Satan's Schemes. Moms. <laughs> I'm sure that was it. Um, so yeah, there's just kind of this thread. and But then Corey and Topanga come and they talk to each other about Corey's plans for the ski lift to be turned off. And they're just kind of stuck. To snuggle up. That doesn't sound fun. I'm that sorry. That sounds really unpleasant. That sounds very unpleasant. It's going to be very cold because <laughs> that seat is just in the air and there's just air all around you and you can't keep your warmth. Right. Why would you want to be up there? No. Just <laughs> ski down. He's just a You're city holding boy. everyone up. Like You're not just holding you up. You're holding everyone up. He's just a city boy. He doesn't know. He doesn't know the glory of the country and the outside <laughs> world. He really doesn't. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't anything outside of Philly. Uh, yeah, Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. That sounds right. There's two, There's like two cities in Pennsylvania. It's either Pittsburgh or Philadelphia. Scranton. There's also Scranton. Scranton could be anywhere. Yeah. True. Scranton, PA could be, yeah, Scranton. Scranton, Ohio. Ohio. Right. Scranton, they could, Oklahoma. They could have picked Scranton. They could have picked Scranton anywhere, too. Why did they pick Pennsylvania? Yeah. Um, Who can say? 
this is probably the most couple we've seen uh, Topanga and Corey in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they hated each other at Christmas. Yeah, they hated each other at Christmas. They hated each they got other. Got those promise rings, and now they're just like, yeah. Was oh, I just I was just thinking in the last episode where or two episodes ago where Corey and his dad were fighting, and Topanga's like barely even in it. Yeah, it's like he goes yeah. and complains to Sean. Why doesn't he go and complain to Topanga? This thing I don't want to hear it. Yeah, because yeah. because it wouldn't Sean be so has enough self-loathing cool. that he will just put up with it. <laughs> yeah, no, Topanga um, has too much self-respect. Topanga was busy. She was getting those nails done. Yeah, and you know the the uh, Inuit culture episode. She's in it, but she's like the nag Topanga. Uh-huh. Right. It's not good Topanga. Um, so, but this is like, oh, we're cute and we're a couple and mm-hmm. we're like all the same. Look things. at us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then they're just like, we're going to go and we're going to ski and we're going to be together. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Cut instantly to <laughs> them bringing Corey into the ski lodge. And he's just like, oh, oh, he's injured in some way. Yes. And then. <laughs> Who should comment on it? Dun dun dun. No, actually, I, I'm I'm a fan of Lauren. I, yeah, I'm not going to speak of her in ill an ill way. But 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 Cameron, the fandom, the fandom hates this woman. I think the fandom's pretty torn, actually. But, yeah, I. Do, all right, let's just. I'm just going to put this. Do, do you think Corey in? Uh, I just want to call her real name, Lauren. Uh, do you think they would have been good together, or was this? Just that a fling, just you know, that quick burst, and they would have got sick of each other. Say he picked her instead of Topanga. Oh yeah, I, I think Lauren's great. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I think they they could have had something special. <laughs> she would have got tired of him though, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining it. Girl Meets World would have been so different. She's not. She's not as insanely gorgeous as Topanga. I mean, she's definitely like Hollywood heartthrob pretty. Don't get me wrong. But like I, official is on another level for me. I oh, no. think that honestly, Lauren in, at this right now, for whatever reason, looks better than Topanga. I th- I don't think the Topanga that I like the most is here yet. Mm-hmm. I think like college Topanga, that's that's peak. Cameron. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I really think Lauren looks very good here. Maybe it's the ski jacket. It's just sort of a timeless look. It does it just does it. I mean it's yeah. Linda, it's Linda Cardellini, man. Right. That's um for me, it's all Danielle Fischel. Though Topanga's characterization here, if you were to like this manic weird Topanga, <laughs> like if you were to juxtapose their personalities, I'm picking Lauren every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really know what Topanga's personality is anymore. Mm-mm. Whatever they need it to be at any right. given episode. Yeah, I need it. I, I need my season one and two Topanga back. She's yeah. not right. She's not weird hippie Topanga. She doesn't stand for anything. Mm-hmm. She's she literally is just there. They don't give her per- you. We get more of a personality out of lauren this entire episode than we do topanga and i don't think we're gonna get more of a topanga probably until the the next lauren episode Mm -hmm. um and when she goes on the dates and all that other stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think yeah i think topanga they've kind of they really want this to be a sitcom about adults but are stuck making it about children. children and i think they've really made topanga like the nagging, overly beautiful sitcom mom. Had Friends come out yet? Um, 
surely. I think so. Because this feels like it, it could work in Friends. Yeah. Like, they could have wrote this for any any sitcom. Yeah, I think you need the history of Corey and Topanga, but definitely. And there's been lots of episodes like that. The um, uh, the business episode mm-hmm. felt a lot like that. Oh, yeah. Um, this, it'd been out in 1994 is when Friends came out. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, that was a big reason that they brought Turner into the show was okay. because of the success of Friends. And I mean, they, he's been gone for a while. This definitely feels like like a, like they have the couch that they're at, you know, like the student lounge. And mm-hmm. It definitely feels like Friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I can see that. That's that was everybody was trying to do that sitcom wise in late 90s so they can capture that. Mm-hmm. Two guys, a girl in the pizza place. Uh, yeah. There's a show I haven't thought about in a very long time. Right, right. I got reminded, and I can't get it out of my head. It just just pops up every few days. Wasn't Ryan Reynolds in that show? Apparently, I I I I, I remember watching it, but I can't tell you anything about it. I feel like I remember watching it too, but now that I look think about it, I'm like, should I have been watching that? I I remember one scene, but it's I see it, but it's fuzzy like i know what's happening but i can place anybody in that scene i just remember the movements of the people it's awkward yeah ryan reynolds was in it yeah huh it just came out in 1998 so it was going at this point i mean not even because i mean it didn't start till march 1998 so it hadn't even started yet no by the time this episode came out um but yeah i do feel like just talking about boy meets world they're trying to shift the show to be more grown up mm-hmm. but they're still like stuck with you know high school thing. right I, I think that's also because the actors were out aging their their ages you know what mm-hmm. they were and mm-hmm. i think that's also why in non-canon in uh that they had to skip them up to two years was because the ages just wasn't working Mm-hmm. which is weird because they were the age that they played when the show started right but i think production probably takes longer production yeah. and airing takes longer than i don't know i guess Strange. their actual ages i i don't even though it's year by year i don't know well, well yeah. we all know the real reason that the show moved forward was because of time yeah because yeah, time it was all you know it was all and stuff yeah normal normal things mm-hmm. true um yeah but cory's hurt <laughs> and all that to say Corey just has such a good introduction here where she's just like those ski slopes are treacherous <laughs> that's sarcastic feeny's like he fell getting off the bus those buses are treacherous <laughs> and they don't make a big deal out of this person at all Yeah, you're just kind of like oh no, this he's is just a person that works here we didn't even get a guest clap. Yeah, you know, no like guest clap, guest, guest actor clap. You'd think there'd be like dun 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 dun, right? Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was she a big name at this point? I don't. Yeah, because she had Freaks and Geeks before this, didn't she? Or was that after? I no, I guess that would be after. Been. No, that would been that would have been after. Oh, I don't know. I'm looking her up now. And then, of course, Hawkeye's wife. Mm-hmm. Her biggest Velma. Girl. Yes, Velma. Huh. Just, just Hawkeye's wife. Hot, hot guy. Hot guy? Is she in Hot Guy? Is that a thing? No, oh, I was, camera just, Hawkeye sounds like Hot Guy. Camera Google. Yeah, I'm Googling something. things. Um, doing a lot of Googling here today. <laughs> Where is... It's 98. Why isn't... Oh, Boy Meets World 98 to 99. Yeah, because she is in a later episode. I forgot about that. She is. Um. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks was later. 
Okay. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks was a few things. I can't then. remember. It's all jump. It's like anything pet before a certain point. Now I'm getting to the point. Everything. Even people all weren't still going Gaga over her from her appearance on Keenan and Cal earlier. Oh, she year. was on Keenan and Cal <laughs> in one episode. Keenan. That just triggered in my mind. Yes, she, she was, was on Good Burger. She so she was in things. She had small roles. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really until after this that she sort of sort of took off. The Keenan and Kel theme song will now be stuck in my head for yes. at least a week, and I blame you. That You're is welcome. another another show that I just randomly think of clips of throughout like the day. It just lives in my head rent free. Mm-hmm. I think all here goes fairly all often. In my life. Here it goes. Anyway, <clears throat> that's a lot of googling. Um, all all she... that to say, <laughs> that's not her first. <laughs> uh-huh. They're all sort of huddled around Corey, and she's like checking his foot out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just like, "Oh, call the doctor. Give me fifty cc's of chewable aspirin." <laughs> <laughs> just like all sorts of like ridiculous stuff. And then she's like, "It doesn't appear to be broken. Just lo- looks like a mild sprain." Well, embellish, like, embellish for me. I'll call a doctor and have him embellish. But so she's like, just like instantly charming. Mm-hmm. You're just like, who is this person? I want to know more. She's also a 17 year old that can just by slightly looking at a leg can tell if it's broken or not. If she is 17, there's some major labor laws being broken right here. <laughs> I'm sure there is, but I would imagine she's around the same age. Maybe she could be 18. She has like two 12 hour shifts. <laughs> she <laughs> she stays up. It goes right back to work. No, you I, guys. Her real her last name is Mount Sun. She's <laughs> Lauren Mount Sun. This okay. is her family's place. Actually, I think in Girl Meets World, we're supposed to be led to believe that Lauren's family owns it. I think so too. Actually, did she say she grew up in the city though? Yeah, and then moved to the mountains. Uh huh. Yes, yeah. but never, never actually says where. She's rich. Now that's a show I'd watch. Lauren in the mountains. Yeah, her family inheriting this. Uh, I think it should be spooky, a little spooky uh, ski lodge. Why? Why would it be spooky? Why not? We see it. Why not? Uh, I mean, she's Velma. This is because they got rid of the spookiness. They solved the crime. They solved the uh-huh. mystery. They could have done. They could have done. Uh, and then there was Sean in at the ski lodge. In the haunted ski lodge. It'd that would have been. That would have been cool. It would have been better than Feeney's classroom turned into a library. <laughs> I, I, I'm on a scream kick, so I, I loved it either way. <laughs> I mean, I have no complaints about it, except that I'm still scared of it. It's probably day. one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, and, and, and I are a little intimidated by it, to be honest with you. It wasn't one of my favorite episodes probably until recently. Uh, I know as a kid it was, it was a good episode, but I think I watched it more as an adult and appreciated it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Now that I don't know, I can understand it. Mm-hmm. You understand the homages yeah. and the yeah, what they're doing, right? Um, yeah, that'll be a fun one to talk about. I hope. Oh, I, no pressure on that you, one. You, you'll have fun. It's a good one. There's so much to talk about. It's a funny and serious episode. I feel like it's got the perfect mix. Yeah, it's very hilarious. Um, so they're gonna bring the doctor. Corey's kind of got his foot propped up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "It's okay." Or Topanga's like, if you need me, I can stay here with you all day. We don't have to ski. And he's like, no. Well, everyone else is playing out in the snow and skiing mm-hmm. and having a great time. And he's like, go. <laughs> just instantly just like, life. basically there's a cloud in the shape of Topanga <laughs> left. as she just like instantly she just bounces. She did not care. She's not like, 
oh, I love you. You know, I'll check back in on you in a little bit. No, just go. No. All right, see ya. And then Corey like turns and kind of has his foot propped up. And out comes Sean with a snowboard and just like knocks his foot out of the way. No, because he said Sean would never do that to me. <laughs> and Sean comes out. Yeah, just and Sean goes to complete the mobsters. Um, yeah. He's like, I have to go and turn off this switch at this time. I need to hurry. Yeah, he actually. Doesn't, he doesn't know why. But he Sean is actually on the way to complete Corey's um, turn off the ski lift project that he paid the mob to do. <laughs> <laughs> right no see he was telling Corey that's what's going to happen but and Corey's like ooh, for me like romantic but really they're trying to do some other crime oh okay that's it. but they're they're using Corey as sort of the not the fall guy but like as an excuse as an alibi how resigned Corey is to topanga's guilt trip is kind of concerned <laughs> he just knows he, he just he expected it it's like oh it's just gonna be a guilt trip go mm-hmm. go this is go. Honestly, I would have been like, can you just kind of chill here with me for a little bit and then bounce? Then you can go. Like, yeah, at least we got plenty of times we're here at like eight, like eight a.m. Yeah, like let's yeah. Wait, at least wait for the doctor to come. Right. Yeah. Like, let's just make sure out. I'm not totally messed up. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, she's gone. Sean's gone, and Corey's there all by himself. It's gonna be a real <laughs> boring episode. And that's it. The whole episode is Corey just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the big deal is about this episode. Corey sits there. He reads a book. He's heartbroken because he can't go skiing. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, Episode's over. (laughs) um, Yeah. I don't know why our whole podcast was building up to this episode. Um, Uh, Weird. Calling it 45 minutes. See you guys next week. to talk for 45 minutes (laughs) about this. Nothing. But no. Someone else is going to stay there with him. Because it's her job. Because it's her job. And she's been stuck with worse. Uh That's right. Miss Lauren... Mount Sun. Is <laughs> <laughs> Mount Sun herself. Or as I would like to call her, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the reasons you might think, though. We'll get there. Velma. Uh, she's like the only... There's like one other person that works there. Yeah. There's he's, like, he's doing the same task. I think he's like folding a towel for two days. Well, there's a guy behind the counter most yeah. of the time. I think that's what I'm thinking about. I don't know if he's writing on, on a notebook or something, but mm-hmm. for some reason I just imagine him folding towels for two days. Yeah. So she he's asked trying to look busy. If, right. Uh, they play. He plays Batgammon. Mm-hmm. His middle and, name is uh, Batgammon. His middle name is Batgammon. So. Such a uh, do either of you know the rules to Batgammon? Because I middle sure name Batgammon uh, first no. name Corey. I pretend I do, but I don't like. I'll I'll try to play, and I'm like I think this is how you play. It's not. Um, don't do you roll a dice? You roll a dice and you move them. Uh-huh. You can only know. move the one at the top, and so like your opponent can move theirs on top of yours, and you're kind of got pieces blocked in. Stop pretending like this is a thing people do. I I should there's a, there they make apps backgammon game apps. You can that's the best way to learn. I'd rather play anything else. <laughs> backgammon is the side of the checkers board that everyone goes what's that that is all backgammon i mean if i'm gonna play Edward a game is... with a weird name i'm gonna play cribbage yeah cribbage i have cribbage no idea great. what that is it's a card game it's a card and peg board game uh, oh. uh i guess i don't know what cribbage is as well as i thought but... for whatever <laughs> reason growing up in my house we always had these suitcases that when you opened them were backgammon sets like there's always just three at all times 
I don't know what ever happened to them. They just appeared one day and disappeared one day. Like Jumanji. Yeah, they just kind of like, but when you opened it up, they had like, cool, like nice little circular, you know, thingies and nice dice. I don't know where they came from. They just appeared. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they didn't they're... have checkers on the other side. No, it was just a suit. It was a suitcase, like Weird. a nice, like leather suitcase from like probably the seventies huh. or eighties. Wow. Yeah, I probably like the lost backgammon of. <laughs> Like you, you roll it like like it bounces off the walls of the suitcase like craps. Sounds very pleasant. Yeah, that, that is unknown to me, and thus it is scary. So um, I reject it. Sounds, it. Sounds I thought like every house had them. I don't know. Have some trouble. You just move in, and there's a there's a backgammon board. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, here's your backgammon board. No, we don't know how to play either. Here's a plate of cookies. <laughs> here's your backgammon. <laughs> Once you figure Once it out, let us know. Mm-hmm. We're trapped here until we can figure out how to play. This this is the hotel Mount Sun. Um, but yeah, so they play backgammon, I guess. Um, but then we cut forward a little bit, and they have spent two hours mm-hmm. doing a puzzle, and all the pieces aren't there. Yeah, like half the pieces are missing. I had a thought. I'm sorry. I got to go back to the 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 haunt if the haunt the episode of the haunted. Um, Ski Lodge happened. It would have to be based off of, and they it would have to be based off of the Shining. Oh yeah, Shining, our Shining <laughs> homage episode, right? Mm-hmm. And Corey, Corey or Sean sees you know a bunch of dead people. I can or, see that. Or Eric, Eric. That's how Eric could show up. The other day, someone was trying to explain to me how the Shining is interconnected to like Stephen King's greater metaverse. It's and all got to be connected, right? It, yeah, it was. It was it was something. I was like, I don't know any of the words that you're saying. Well, I mean, doesn't the Dark Tower make all stories yes. interconnected anyway? It does. It explains where Pennywise came from. Yeah, the Dark uh, Tower is like the center of the Stephen King like I, universe. But isn't I it technically the, the center of all stories? I have the first understanding what that book is. I have the first book, but I'll be honest, I've been intimidated by it since high school. Mm-hmm. I read the first book like three times. And enjoy it, but I never read the second one. I See, they it. say the first book is the worst book in the series. I, I just I feel like I have to go read other things of Stephen King to really appreciate it, and that's a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. I I've read quite a bit of Stephen King. Yeah, it's not really my genre that I enjoy, but he has this book called Through the Eyes of a Dragon that I read in junior high. That it was pretty fun. Um, it's like about this prince who witnesses, I think his father the king being murdered through like this mask of a dragon that's on the wall and he's like looking through the eyes but then he gets blamed for it and it's like trapped in this tower interesting i have a stephen king book around here somewhere i just don't know what it is or where it is it might be cujo i've read cujo and pet cemetery they're both good i have cujo around here somewhere i think i have a copy of the stand around here somewhere but i've never read it i've watched more stephen king tv and movies than i've read the books I will probably eventually go and get audiobooks and probably go on a kick, but I I've got a few months before I get to that. Yeah, someday. Yeah, it's expensive. Audible's expensive. You should check out Overdrive or Libby mm-hmm. just through the library. Does it? I mm-hmm. I know I have Hoopla who that I think does, but mm-hmm. yeah. I don't understand it. I think that Overdrive <laughs> and stuff has more of a selection than Hoopla okay. does. Hoopla I does a lot understand. of graphic novels. Okay, I'll have to go check that out. So there's a little plug for Overdrive. Go ahead and send me that money for your free (laughs) 
service. <laughs> don't pay advertise. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to Boy Meets World real quick. Um, this isn't a Boy Meets World podcast. This is a no, you, let on, you, let on, you let me on, and this is what happens with Debatable. So I'm my you know, bad. <laughs> it's going to be great because I'm about to derail us anyway. Oh. Okay, he's re-railing us to derail us. <laughs> it's true. So they put together a puzzle and half the pieces are missing. So here became the start of a theory for me. Where'd the other pieces go, Lauren? <laughs> does, yes. does she give him a piece? Right? She does. Yes. Which never well, comes up again. This. This it never comes up again. She's done this before. Is Lauren not the evil devil character Satan, but the tempter Satan? And she gives puzzle pieces to all of her victims. <laughs> Yeah, um, so a group arrives, she sees the couple, she strikes. And then and then the final test uh is like when she shows up to see if she he chooses her or Topanga. Yeah. Uh basically this lodge is a hell dimension and it is inhabited <laughs> by by the tempter, the accuser, in Hebrew we call it Hasetan, the Satan. Wow. Was Corey chosen? Was it the witches? Did they hex him? I don't know if the witches hex, hex him. I, I don't just think the witches me... encountered him all that much. I don't think he ever met the witches. It's true. I, I, I honestly think Corey well, just Sabrina. ends up in hell dimensions. Because, because Feeney mentions last year, Corey did something in Amish country. The only time Corey was ever in Amish country, he was in Pottstown. Mm. Thinking that lighthouse. And that was the year before. It was the year before. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Holy crap, Chance. What have you done? Where have the puzzle pieces gone, Cameron? Follow the puzzle pieces. You've done it all. But, I mean, even when we're not taking in the greater lore that we've created, (laughs) they set that up where the puzzle, there's the pieces gone. Right. This is is a habitual thing for Lauren, whether she's a temptress or like like a capital T temptress or whether she's just a board. Right. I think she just gets a lot of crushes. Mm-hmm. I think she just crushes a lot. Oh, I think she is the Satan. Not Satan, but the Satan. Uh, the thing with me and the, that puzzle piece is it didn't matter. Like, it, in this, like, it never comes up again. Like, we never, ever, ever hear about the puzzle. Unless they do Girl Meets World, never hear about this puzzle piece again. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it comes up in Girl Meets World, but that would be wild. <laughs> that, that would be great, because then this little piece, like, he's gonna have this piece. Like, even after this, he's gonna go home, he's gonna have this piece. What mm-hmm. is he gonna do with this jigsaw piece? And you know he's too sentimental to throw it out ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, this is, I mean, now I'm just thinking Dresden Files. Oh, God. She's Lashiel. We even see in later season where she's in his head. Maybe that's he's having these nightmares where he's having to let go all of these things for Topanga, and she's in there. Maybe it's the shadow of the Satan. Mm-hmm. Maybe the jigsaw pieces she cursed the jigsaw pieces, and that's what causes all this. It's really a curse. It's it, it, it's it's something. There is something shady going on with this puzzle. She, she, he wasn't picked, but she he was just the perfect victim, and it all started when she gave him the jigsaw. Mm-hmm. I just remember when she gave him the piece. I was like, oh no. Then it takes a different turn. It's actually Saw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's homage to a different horror movie. <laughs> that that would be uh definitely weird. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'd enjoy that <laughs> quite as much. <laughs> but but yeah, so Sean wit- witnesses this whole thing where she gives him a puzzle piece and he's like, 
Thanks. It was the best day with a mildly sprained ankle I've ever had. Um, she calls herself the cute mountain girl. He calls her the cute mountain girl. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. It's nice. Yeah, it's sweet. It's nice. But Sean witnesses the whole thing, and he has got some words. <laughs> Read the Bible. Read that the later. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like that. Because <laughs> he's going to. Re- he said something about the Bible earlier too. That's it. That's what he's going. Or maybe as he said, yeah, right. he's going to go read the yeah. Bible. Yeah, he's because Sean is meta aware and knows what Lauren is. Mm-hmm. He's he's a deity. Is she Sean a succubus? Is, oh no, no. I'm I am telling you, she is the Satan. <laughs> I think I think I think <laughs> she was be right. She was there in heaven accusing God of going easy on Job in the book of Job. That was Lauren. That one. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just now. I'm just thinking of. <laughs> Job from Rest of Development, just different Job. But <laughs> I was about to say same idea, but it's really not. <laughs> he just he just rolls up. Um, but yeah, that's why Sean is so in the Bible. He's like, if you read Job, you'll know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, it's so obvious, Corey? Read the Bible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Sean sees all of it, and he's like. Someone's got a crush. He's like, no, I don't have a crush. He's like, don't you think I know you better than anyone? He's like, I don't have a crush. I've been with Topanga forever. And he looks at the puzzle piece, puts it in his pocket. And Sean's like, don't you think I know you better than anyone else? <sighs> he does fool. have a crush. Mm-hmm. He's crushing hard. Mm-hmm. Cut to they're playing some weird book game that I do not understand. Nor Yeah, I'm just like, this doesn't seem fun. It's no, like, not at you... all. It's like Mad Libs, but not. How would your mate describe you as an animal? Uh, yeah the word mate just really made me uncomfortable (laughs) it's it's really a british book and it was your friend well (laughs) hello mate and they refer to it several times as a game what's the game like (laughs) it's like i want to know what kind of game what what they were reading and then lauren lauren i'm sorry but lauren when she comes in She's she's messed up for this because she picked that question. Mm-hmm. The book was that closed. was messed up. We'll see. At the ski lodge, they talked about how they don't have a big puzzle budget. Uh-huh. And they probably don't have a big game budget. So it's either the half puzzle, backgammon, or this book. <laughs> and so they're like, we should play a game. These are our options. <laughs> I guess it's the book. <laughs> I guess we could play yes. backgammon, but we don't understand it. The weird book that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It that discord that fake laugh that they all gave when when Corey starts talking about having the Falcon, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that was it was so cringy. I loved it, but I hated it. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Corey in this whole scene. Corey has played very seriously throughout this whole episode, like mm-hmm. kind of like blindsidingly seriously, mm-hmm. and he seems just like very comfortable mm-hmm. and very sincere. And just like good, other than the fact that he's lying to Topanga. Yeah, yeah, it's a very different Corey. Mm-hmm. Confident, comfortable. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get he doesn't get that much. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I feel like a lot of times Topanga is not as supportive of his looks as he would like her to be. I don't think they talk much either. No, I don't no. think they talk at all. No, I don't think they have like important. I don't think Corey has anything in his head worth talking about. <laughs> Despite what an art show might lead you to believe, but no, I want to know what, like, I, I guess Corey could talk about all the hijinks. Obviously that's what he's doing. He's telling her about all the hijinks that he's gotten into, which is at this point, five seasons worth. Mm-hmm. 
all the Philly shenanigans. All the Philly shenanigans. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he told her all the stories, like uh, when when they had to run back and forth between a wrestling event and uh-huh. a Sweet Sixteen. Yes, what a good time that was. Uh, the time he lost the boxing gloves in, in the, the swimming pool. pool. The uh, time he uh, had the water war and he had to paint the fence. Yep, uh, he told her all about the water war. The time his dad quit his job. <laughs> he thought he was going to be poor, and then they bought an outdoor business or not outdoor that, that time, store. Yeah, his dad was a grocery store. Uh, my dad was a grocer. Can you believe it? He was a grocer. And then Lauren's just like, ugh. Absolute worst job in the world. <laughs> All the things that they talked about. All the things. <laughs> uh, uh, we haven't even gotten there yet because everyone hasn't gone to bed. Oh, gosh. Uh, um, right. They're about to go to bed. Uh-huh. But yeah. they're playing this game and Corey's asking Topanga questions like, "What? how would you describe your mate as an animal? And don't say anything fuzzy wuzzy. Mm-hmm. Mike, are you married? Uh, I am divorced, but I am in a relationship currently okay so how would all of us describe our mates hmm as an animal of course nothing fuzzy wuzzy nothing fuzzy wuzzy i like fuzzy wuzzy i'm just kidding uh i've got nothing like i wasn't prepared for this i I don't think animals one specific you gotta get like a mix of animals so it's like high high the best of all the animals oh that's kind of sweet. <laughs> the best of all the animals. Like That's a different good traits, man. Thanks. Mike wins. Anything else we say is just going <laughs> to sound really bad. Yeah, I, I choose the best of all of them, too. The best of all. I was going to say that first. <laughs> <laughs> Even the fuzzy wuzzy ones. Even the fuzzy wuzzy ones. Actually, <laughs> if someone described me as a chinchilla, I would be through the moon. Everybody likes a chinchilla. Uh, <sighs> but she describes Corey as a falcon. A falcon. Mm-hmm. He's, yes, the, the killer of all things, Fuzzy was. I would have said an elephant for Corey. <laughs> I'd have said one of those fainting goats. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yep, that's it. You got it. That's it. That's perfect. Cute and then way over. It's not Fuzzy Wuzzy. No? No. But, yeah. How would we um, all describe Corey? <laughs> a llama. Like a uh, Tina from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> You fat lard. <laughs> Get your food. Corey, you fat lard. <laughs> um, but uh, why am I just blanking on what happens? Uh, Topanga gives her reasons. And um, yeah, Angels are just like, if I ever get this way, please kill me. <laughs> like, this is just ridiculous. See, again, <laughs> this like, could have turned into a horror movie easily. Yeah, no uh-huh. joke. Probably when we reimagine this season, chance we might have to turn it all into a big horror movie. Maybe. I think mean, we're seeing the threads. Fit. We're seeing the threads just sort of laid out, like a haunting of Hill House, or maybe so, a Stranger Things. So with the jigsaw puzzle, I had another thought. Back to your your thing. So <laughs> she, I'm sorry. She so she gives these people the jigsaw pieces, and that's part of the test. And then the second part is when she goes to visit them mysteriously. Like she just knows where these people are. Like the, the, the jigsaw pieces are to mark her victims. Yeah, no, I, I, I fully think that's how she knew where he would be is because it's a homing device. It's magic. I'm telling you, it's another witch. Mm -hmm. We've, we've already established witches are real Mm -hmm. in this universe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they all go to bed. I don't think there's anything important that happens. Oh, wait, the affair question, I guess. Yeah. The, 
the would you like different there? And then he laughs. <laughs> Me, the Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> the worst fake laugh, and everybody's fake laughing. Like I've never watched a fake laugh on TV so fake. Yeah, it was it was pretty cringy for sure. <laughs> The fact you that Topanga's not like, days. what just happened? Right? Like, <laughs> why are you asking that question? That's a weird question to ask. Yeah. Lauren. The Satan. Um, it's true. She's she's planting the seeds of her temptation. Uh, it makes me not hate her, though, because that's who she is. Mm-hmm. That's the role she serves in the universe. You know? Yeah. She's a divine prosecutor of sorts. She's not yeah, necessarily evil. Answer. I think yeah. she's just... Te- like she's just test man a hundred percent i mean in jewish tradition that's what the satan does it it they are a prosecutor they work for god and they're like hey i'm gonna put you to the test are you bad i'm bad, oh, he's bad. i'm bad <laughs> um so yeah just saying it all it it, it all points to mm-hmm. the satan but that's who she is um but then at this point everyone's like well we're gonna go to bed um cory says he's about to go to bed so topanga goes sean says he's gonna go read the bible because he's like i have a theory of who this lauren is and i need to go check (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna gonna find her in there somewhere i just know it he's like scooby doing it up Mm. like the the buffy gang where they had to go do research he's like i'm gonna go research my bible there's there's a whole nother there's a whole nother series happening that we don't get to see Mm mm-hmm if only Sean Hunter vampire Sean vampire hunter <laughs> Sean <laughs> supernatural being hunter we could reimagine this season as a season of supernatural mm, I can it's see just, that yeah I've never, oh, <clears throat> never seen an episode I've seen like the first six episodes oh I've, I've watched everything but the last season I need to sit down and watch last there's season too much I can't do it I like I can't start it there's too it's like much the one piece of but I started in TV. four so I just can't there's just yeah I I tried to start early and that was at like five seasons or so I think and I still couldn't get caught up and I was just like I can't do this I'm done and that but I wasn't really watching anything horror at the time so I was out hmm. I really like supernatural I'm a pretty big fan but one day I'll get back it. I'll try again. I'm sure I'll look at it. Be like, all right, I can I can devote this time. You really only need to give Supernatural five seasons. A lot of people <laughs> say a lot bad after five seasons. I disagree. I think there are ups and downs after those five seasons. But the first five seasons are just kind what of tightly knit perfection. Isn't it like fifteen seasons? Yeah, there's fifteen. What seasons. are you gonna do for fifteen seasons? You know, most of them are good. Season seven kind of crappy season 10 big letdown but most of them other than those are pretty good actually outside of animated shows i just don't feel like oh i guess always sunny they can still do it uh but they also don't have supernatural has like what 24 episodes a season Mm -hmm. it's always sunny has like 10 (laughs) south park i always recommend to anyone out there Anyone out there who's like on the fence about Supernatural, those first five seasons, if you just watch those first five seasons and the last episode of season five, if you pause it 10 seconds before it ends, you will get a neatly wrapped up story, no no loose threads, and you will be satisfied. Maybe I'll give it a chance after I finish The Sopranos. It's worth it. Just, you know, pause it right before the end of season, or right, like, 10 seconds before the end of the last episode on season five. If you <laughs> want to keep watching, watch those 10 seconds. If you don't, if you like where it's wrapped up, 
because the five seasons was the original plan of the show. Like they had it all planned out from episode one, where it was going to be by the end of the season five. Mm. So anyway, <clears throat> but Corey lies. Mm-hmm. All right, he doesn't lie. He just ends he, up not yeah. going to bed. Yeah, right. everyone wants to go to bed, but Corey's like, "I'm not tired yet." Which is which? There, I want to say it was bustling and booming. There was a bunch of people around, then all of a sudden. Sean wants to go to bed and there's no one out there anymore. Yeah. The time is really weird in this episode because Topanga also invites Lauren over to play the game and then one question in, they're done. Well, I'm right. They're like, all right, I'm, I'm tired now. I'm done with this. I, I laughed laugh really hard. Laugh so hard, I fell asleep. <laughs> um, yes, but then they start talking, looking at the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean is a bad friend. Sean should have stayed with him. Yeah, they were the roommates. He should have been like, no, man, you should probably come to bed. Yeah, I can help you. You can lean on me. So we make our way. Yeah. I wonder if Sean was like, oh, we got to go set up for the plan. I'll be right. in my but, room for the plan. But he he's not going back there. Yeah. So, the fact that like, Sean doesn't check on, Corey, check on Corey. Yeah, right. Doesn't check on him. Nothing like that's messed up. Sean, you know, Sean may have like kept the light on, turned on his sounds of the trailer part, <laughs> and like Corey just may not want to go. <laughs> Corey True. just may be like, I'm not gonna sleep anyway. Corey's had <clears throat> sleepovers with him, can't sleep with the light on. They probably, he probably sleeps before. in a different room, yeah. Corey's just like, like, yeah, Corey sleeps on, on the couch, right? Um, he's probably like, I can't sleep when Sean's in the room anyway, might as well stay out here, and you know. When I would be at my dad's house, it'd basically be like the sound. It wasn't trailer park per se, but the, the lights were always on. So I'd have to sleep with the lights on and music on. So anytime I was there, that's basically like I would learn to sleep like that. To the fact that now I got to watch TV to fall asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> I uh, I cannot sleep if there is a door open. I don't know why. I just like I can see that. I feel the same way. Unless I'm on a couch. If I'm in a living room, I can. I can sleep anywhere. If there's a door open, I'm like, "Mm, no, no, this isn't as closed (laughs) as I want it to be. I agree. (laughs) I I can. I can. In my bedroom, I've got to do that. Keep Mike Wazowski out of here. (laughs) Um, Tell me bad jokes. There was a while I wanted to change my last name legally to Wazowski. You probably get it enough. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just, I was just like, man, it's, I like it so much better than my real last name. <laughs> Cause it's Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Right? That really fits. Um, yeah. But she tells this story about how she lived in New York City until she was 13. And then they moved up here and she couldn't have imagined it. But now she can't imagine anything else because of how beautiful the stars are. And he's like, I don't really want to look at the stars. And she's like, look. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, we don't see them. It seems they're very captivating, though. Yep. And then cut to him telling the story about the airplane. That the airplane. view. I do want to say that view probably was beautiful with the snow oh, and yeah. the fire behind mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah, <coughs> the, yeah that's, that's got to be breathtaking. Yeah. Essentially, she says something like, you know, when you're in the city, you don't know what you're missing. Just kind of like you've been with Topanga all this time. You don't know what right. you're missing, which She's is a temptress. She's pushing it. Mm hmm. But she's mostly being pushing it by being just like a kind human being who's interesting. I mean, yes, but she's she's definitely laying on hard with <coughs> with the you know the innuendos and the you know the everything just in the deep looks like looking right into his soul. She knew what she was. 
She can't help yeah. that. That's just who she is as yeah. this immortal divine figure. Mm-hmm. She's got the prosecutor. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but she, uh, yeah, they, she's really interested. And then she says probably the line that's the most like, oh, you're into him. She's like, I really like that you actually listen to me and think my stories are interesting. And he's like, well, you are interesting. <laughs> and then she appear, but Mr. Feeney. So just repeat the last word back to her and she'll think you were listening. <laughs> it works. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Feeney. Man, Mr. Feeney hit it right out nail on the head. But again, didn't say to do anything about it. Rent interference. Anything. Yeah. Feeney. What a Aren't bad you supposed chaperone. to be chaperoning these right? kids? He should have been doing some like laps around the building. Yeah, he didn't even check to see if Corey was in bed. These are minors, Feeney. Mm-hmm. This is on you. You're responsible for Corey he, to paying his breakup. Probably imagines if one of them gets away, they'll just freeze to death. It'll be their fault. School is not on the kids. He was signed a waiver. What if, Mr. Fee, what if Mr. Feeney was actually out burying a dead body? He could be. What if they also? We talked about how they, Mr. Fontaine, and I forget his name, mm-hmm. but you know they were the secret donors that paid for the ski trip. What mm-hmm. if they've got something on Feeney? They probably do. Ooh, he's not chaperoning are. because he's he's not dressed to go outside because he is going out to go skiing early in the morning. He's dressed that way because he just came in from doing some dark deeds. Doesn't he said he s- first tracks. He didn't say first tracks of what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says first tracks, but doesn't he go up the stairs? I don't know. Do I remember that? Like, I feel like I remember going like up the stairs behind like the the um. I don't remember. He's, he's up to something. Because I thought that the ski lodge, like the out, was the far door that they came in on. I thought about at one point, especially when Sean comes down eating the apple, trying to figure out the geography of this place. But I really just didn't want to. Well, and I thought their rooms looked like it was to the left. It's definitely smaller of a building than that blueprint leads us to believe. And the outside, like establishing shot, it's huge in that establishing shot, right? Mm-hmm. But all we see is this little front here, like the lot, the lobby. Maybe it really opens up, up those stairs. It really just there's a lot going on. He's, up there. He wears the same clothes for two days. Well, he changes. That's another okay. thing we need to talk about is this weird transition here in a minute. Because like, so Feeney comes. He's like, I am up with the sun. What are you up to? And his whole Feeney vagueness thing, and then. Sean comes and he's like, you were up here all night, all, all night. night. <laughs> and then they talk and then um, Topanga comes and she's like, are you feeling better? And he's like, no, not really. And she's like, well, you should stay off of your ankle then. He's like, OK, I will. She has no problem. Now she this is her chance to be like, all right, I'll stay with you. Mm hmm. Yeah, really. Well, I can stay with you for part of the day or anything like that. But right. And then, nothing. And then Sean like looks at him like, oh, but then this is a really weird transition that I don't fully understand. Suddenly Sean and Corey are in totally different clothes in the mm. same spot, which I know there was a commercial break originally, but still. And this is where Sean is like confronting him about it. Right. Like, don't well, they share a room? Couldn't they have like maybe when they really like, change? Yeah. Had this conversation. They don't have the set. It's just, they, it's just so strange to me. They probably put pause on it. And they go pal around and change and then come back out <laughs> and then resume. 
Yeah, because why would you have this conversation in the privacy of a yeah. of a solitary room when you can have it in front of everybody? everybody? <laughs> you know somebody <laughs> else is going to be there overhearing this and be like, did you hear Corey <laughs> with the, the Lodge girl who's going to probably lose her job now? <laughs> Corey? She wasn't Lauren Mount's son. <laughs> yeah. She's also older than time itself. Nepotism <laughs> is very powerful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's it's just a very strange transition of like, you lied to Topanga. And it's like, you you were just there and you gave him like a reproving look. And I feel like you guys went back to the same room and changed clothes. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening right now? <laughs> Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Yeah. I, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. This is when that theory I, was cemented in my mind. I I do believe Corey in his mind knew nothing was ever going to happen. He enjoyed the attention from Lauren because as of right now or lately, he hasn't been getting that from Topanga and he clearly isn't also not getting it from Sean. So I do believe after, cause he's going to go up and talk to her here soon that he really did not want anything to come from it. He was just kind of enjoying some sort of attention. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really strange. This episode, um, uh, just real quick, the canon explanation is that Lauren is the Satan <laughs> from Job. Naturally. We're fine with that. But going to a, a broader look at things, it is kind of weird because like, you can look at this episode as like, and uh, Corey is an adult who is engaged. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at this as like, Corey is 17 and he's experiencing the outside world for the very first time in his life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the boy is meeting the world. Yeah, it's like that thing where we all go to college and realize like everyone we went to high school with was lame and like all of our interests are actually cool because lots of other people share them, not just like kids we... Yeah, ended up weird. Yeah, Yeah. it's like that moment where it's like, oh, there are women other than Topanga? No. But let's be honest, does there have to be? (laughs) I don't I mean, there are people who never leave their, their small hometown, so I guess not. Right, they become townies like Eric did. <laughs> yeah, a townie in Philadelphia. I still take issue with that. Well, he's in a suburb of Philly. <laughs> he's like right outside. They're probably like 15 minutes away from actual Philly. Oh, and I do feel I feel the need to clarify. I am not saying that Lauren is Lucifer or like any kind of fallen angel. H-A-S-A-T-A-N is a title that is the accuser and he is God's divine prosecutor in the old Testament. Just (laughs) different thing than Christian mythology. I mean, naturally everyone knew that's what you were talking about. I just want to make sure it's really dumb that you think you have to clarify. (laughs) I just, cause I like Lauren. I don't want you to think I'm saying Lauren is the devil. Well, well, thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Corey, however, no, Corey might be, No, no, he's not. No, he's just naive. But yeah, to your point, Mike, I do feel like there is like there's two ways of looking at it where it's like you can look at them like they're adults. And then I think you're totally right. But I also think you could read this scene as if they were their kids. Right. And Corey's having this experience for the first time that he doesn't understand because he is a teenager who thinks he knows everything. Mm-hmm. And like he's kind of being introduced for the first time to like a challenge to his worldview. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I feel like the episode kind of, it feels really fast. It's sort of from here, sort of rapidly rushes toward the end. Yeah, there's not um, a lot left to... Where, yeah, it's... it Because it, I think they're on their last day, right? So they're only there for a mm-hmm. night. Yeah, I think, they went, I think they went really early. I think that scene at the school is like really early on a Saturday. Mm. They get oh, their Saturday, Saturday morning. Okay. Still, I think they should go from Friday to Sunday. That's just me. Yeah, I think they're there from very early Saturday to very late on Sunday. It just feels like, like a whole, two days scheme. A whole lot to do and prepare for one overnight. I'm just yeah. thinking of all the clothes and all the like getting ready and, and the bus and it just feels like too much for one night. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> That's how long my senior trip was. Was early Saturday to late Sunday? Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, I mean those hotel rooms—they're expensive. You cut your price almost yeah. in half. Mafia's paying for it, so <laughs> yeah, it's true. They only needed them there the one day, so <laughs> they got a bonus. Well, what if they needed two? What if Sean couldn't get it done, or Feeney couldn't get it done the first night? Yeah, they were different. They were See, here's the thing: we're saying, how come they didn't have this conversation? Sean comes out and he's like, "Corey, what are you doing here?" When he's really like oh, I'm supposed to be going and dealing with this other job that they have for me to do on the second day of our trip. But now I'm going to try to deflect and put it on you. When he goes and does his job, Corey goes and gets changed, showers up or whatever, and then Sean has to do the same. And then they have their conversation. Okay. That's why, because Sean was leaving early to go take care of business. Taking care of business. Business. Whatever that might be. Business. How to succeed in business. I like that there's this like street level mafia drama going on, and then this like existential testing Battle of the human the spirit. Of <laughs> yeah, it's nice. You know, I find you a show that does both. Find you a show that does both. I think we found it. Yeah, <laughs> is this but, what yes. the wire is like? <laughs> this is definitely what the wire is like. I've never <laughs> watched it. Um, and this is where Corey assures him like they didn't kiss, they only talk. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna tell. Lauren, that nothing happened, and Sean's like, "Okay, okay, read the Bible," and he storms out. <laughs> um, and then Corey does; he goes to Lauren, and again, Ben Savage is playing it like confident but confused, like mellow, sincere. It's really odd after the last several episodes of him being mm-hmm. kind of crazy. I mean, he gets it out. He tells her it mean, it meant nothing. And then she like kind of wraps him right back into it. And then he started questioning it again. He's like, I don't know what it meant. I don't understand. Well, he didn't, I don't. Do you blame him, though? He's a 17 year old kid. He doesn't understand these feelings he's having. Yeah. And to be fair, Lauren is never once dishonest with him. Right. Like she's Except direct. She is. Point. Because of who she, she tries to trap him. She only she only throws the facts. It's up to you to respond to the facts. I feel like she's trying to trap him. How many city with... boys has she used to that ambient light thing? Well, <laughs> how many pieces are missing? I mean, quite a few. <laughs> half the puzzle. How big, half is, the puzzle. how big is the puzzle? How big is the puzzle? Like 500? 1,000 2,000? I don't know. We have to go back and look. I mean, she's a being as old as time itself. I mean, how th- those puzzle pieces, how many could she have given away? I think she does it in batches. Ooh, it could be. Maybe she gets to sleep for like a thousand years after she completely gives away a puzzle. She comes back and gives out a new, goes by a new puzzle. (laughs) She has to go pick it. Think about that, that journey. 
Love Wake it. up from thousand years slumber. You have to go pick out a new puzzle. Satan well, going to the craft store. This is the origin of how the puzzle got invented. <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> Boom. Um, but then she's just like, I, we said that line about your perfect mate. And I know who I always thought it was. And Corey's like, Oh boy. He's like, it wasn't you. You surprised me. And then she kisses him and he's like, surprise. And then yeah, goes, just, walks away. Just like Missy Robinson. He thinks he kissed her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she, I watched this a couple times. She goes very slowly, very methodically. Like he is not fully being taken by surprise here. He has time. To I, go, I think that no, thank you. your brain, you see this coming and your brain starts going a million miles a minute. So it really doesn't matter what the other person is doing. I mean, maybe the time is done for you. Like you are not, you're not going to understand it. It's one of those, like his heart is probably starting beating really fast. He doesn't know what's happening. It's just, it's a whirlwind. I don't know. I still think if he wanted to, he had time to be like, no, thank you. But again, a part of him, he, he's frozen. A part of him didn't understand. He didn't know. Oh yeah. He yeah. wanted to, but he didn't want to. He's definitely conflicted for sure. Right. I'm just saying you can't use the, like, no one can use the, like, she took him by total surprise. He never had a chance to react argument. He could have stopped it at so many points along the way. Uh, oh, Corey. Um, but then he talks with Sean about it, and Sean's like, you, can, you yes, can't sir? tell her. You Which is the her. wrong move. That's the wrong move. You tell Topanga. To, but, but don't tell Topanga that you and Lauren kissed. You tell Topanga, Lauren kissed me. Which is what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was he was definitely the one that got kissed. And then she would have brought up Missy Robinson. But what you don't do is what exactly Corey did is where you say part of it and say, I will never lie to you again. And then, <laughs> and then lie. And then immediately lie, lie. mission. Oh, yeah. I want more too. in that moment. Yeah, yeah. And he's confused. I get it. Um the conversation with Sean is kind of infuriating. Cause he, he's just like, Well, you're you're not gonna tell her. <laughs> And then, yeah, don't listen to Sean. Sean doesn't have good relationship no. advice. Um, it is funny the whole time he's like talking to Topanga, like they hug and make up, and Sean's like, "Yeah, yeah thumbs up." And then she goes, "Was there anything else you needed to tell me, Corey?" No. And he's like, "No, he's like, no, <laughs> thumbs down." <laughs> and then, I think you think he should have told her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he needed to tell her. You got to tell. Yeah, it's it's not even like it's not even debatable. Like he should have told her. Hey, that's good. Do it. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do it. I don't know if you do it at the lodge, though. Well, she asks you a question directly. I think. Yeah, I guess if it's right there. Yeah, and it's not even like it's not even because of guilt or because of like you just don't want to. You don't want that hanging there. Like no matter what, right? Yeah. You're gonna have to watch every word you say for like the rest of your life. And then again, he was the one that was kissed. He didn't do the kissing, but he blames himself. Yeah. He's just thinking to himself, if I wasn't so dang charming, <laughs> if it wasn't for this hair, I'm such a lady killer. If I didn't have such a great dad. I guess he's fun. <laughs> <laughs> he can talk so much because that's what he does with his dad is talk so much. He has Curse no my excellent views on art and philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> he gets that from his mom. She was in the art world for a month. Yeah, for some yeah, at least one episode. <laughs> don't know how long. That and a real estate agent. It, it was it was the two art dealer, real estate agent. Mm-hmm. She was buying the art to put in the real estate. Yeah, but Topanga is 
rightfully frustrated that um, he lied to her, but is relieved when they they come clean and they move on. And she asks if there's anything else, and he says no, and she believes him. So as far as she's concerned, they're good. Yeah, it's uh, put to rest. Um, and then they're leaving, and Lauren is talking with Corey and says, mm-hmm. I wrote everything that I wanted to say in this note. She didn't mm-hmm. even zip up the pocket. She knew. She knew she was doing. Yeah. But sticks it in his bag. Um, and then he goes off, and he's talking to the panga. Just like, we'll talk the whole way home on the bus. And then he drops his bag in the most awkward, terrible way. But yeah, of but course. I agree with you. It is an awkward and terrible way, but it's definitely what guys do when they're trying to carry way too much. Like, they're like, oh, just grab this by the core. Yeah, pull it, along. it does not work. <laughs> well, he has like all the bags. Mm-hmm. And Actually, he leaves Topanga's bags. Does he? He only there's, grabs his things. No, there's yeah. one bag still. But I think he took like her skis and stuff. Um, maybe I feel like there are still a couple bags on the ground. But yeah, and the note falls, and then we just get this like snowfall, slow music, slow pan out mm-hmm. of Topanga looking at the note. Yeah, we don't see her read the note. We just see her pick up the note. No, she doesn't read it until the next. She doesn't right, which she shouldn't have read it. I will t- say that now. All right. We'll remember that take next week. Mike's vote for next week. She <laughs> should not read it. It is, regardless, it is Corey's business, and she should trust Corey to tell her what's what it what ha- what it's about. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week, but we'll get Mike's vote. Oh, we've got a lot to talk week. about next week. <laughs> we have a lot to your unravel. Next three we- the, your next three episodes. I'm just thinking the nature of time in yeah. the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the girls... And the timeline are going to get complicated. Oh, yeah. But that's okay. That's yeah. okay. That's oh. future Chance and Cameron's problem. Future Chance and Cameron's problem. And now we have another divine being and a hell dimension that we can work with. Mm-hmm. I love that for us. <laughs> and this is interesting because I think this is the first episode we've had that doesn't have like an ending scene, like a tag right. during yeah, the yeah. credits. It's just yeah. the Boy Meets World logo. And then the sad music. Which is a bummer to leave it on, man. Yeah. This episode was kind of a bummer. It leaves on a bummer. You're definitely going to want to come back next week. Mm-hmm. This yeah. this episode, I think, is the way Long Walk to Pittsburgh should have been. Mm-hmm. Where we like l- linger on it and dwell on it for a little while. Because mm-hmm. um, they do. like th- Pretty much the rest of the season, Like this is where we are. This is where we live. And yeah. it's about the same episode number as Long Walk to Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah, there's like kind of little past the halfway point. Yeah, because this is mm-hmm. mid. This is about mid season because it's after December. This is January. So this is when they're coming back from hiatus. Yeah, and, and, and the uh, next one's February. Yeah, the next one's Valentine's Day. So. Yeah, we just had Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right between Super Bowl and Valentine's Day. So it, this is probably this is this one is actually probably the first week of February. Mm-hmm. The end because of the you're yeah. most likely having a Super Bowl episode the last week of January or first week of February, and if this is coming up, and then the next one is Valentine's Day, there's those three in a row. Mm-hmm. Makes so sense. yeah, makes sense. We are, uh, yeah, we'll we'll be dealing with this for a while now. Yeah, I feel like it's five or six episodes, a little saga. Mm-hmm. I remember I went on with Alden and Tanya on their show to kind of talk about this saga, mm-hmm. which was. 
kind of the first time I feel like I really watched these episodes during that rewatch. And the first time I'd watched something that wasn't pretty far back in terms of the episodes was watching these because it's just mm-hmm. such a big kind of moment in the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's big. It is. Yeah. Mike um, told me that was his favorite episode of uh, Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World when I came on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just made that up. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's I got. I'm it. actually getting now that. So I listened to that before I listened to you guys. So now that I have, I know you guys better. I'm probably gonna go back and re-listen to to that soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really, both of us. <clears throat> I really am curious to see what the other podcasts boy meets world podcasts said about this episode i think i'm probably going to listen to them this week um yeah i yeah i don't know i didn't get this far in brahmi's world which i got to get back to it but i don't even know if they are this far yeah they are i don't are i thought they were but i don't know how far i'm still back pretty far in my listen of their show they aren't as far into the college years as alden and tanya but they are um in the college years i believe yeah, Alden and Tanya are still set to finish, but there's one close behind them, I think. And I think no, that's... they're still on the end of season five. Oh, are they? Well, yeah. end of season five. What uh, that yeah, would be this season? Their right? season five review. So they would have gotten this far. Yeah, mm-hmm. they would have just passed here. I don't. It, unless shit ninety show, like I don't know that shit ninety show can keep catch up. Alden and Tanya took a two week off. I think they're still ahead. They're by still they're in season episodes. seven, and we're right. all in season five. Yeah, I talked about starting my own at, because every, all the shows are coming to an end, and I was like, "Well, that that leaves an opening in this market." Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It is weird how close most of the Boy Meets World podcasts are probably going to finish to each other. Yeah, Alden and Tanya and Shit Ninety shows will be yeah be the first. The first, because Shit 90 Show, because they're, they're two episodes at a time, just finished season five. I think Feeny Call. They finished it? Mm-hmm. They finished Feeny, it. Feeny Call are close, but I don't know where they were. I didn't end up finishing, get that far with their show either. I looked at the beginning of season four, I think, for us. Uh, Feeny Call is in season seven right now. Season seven, episode six. Oh, yeah, they are. I feel like they were on a hiatus when I checked them. Um, they were posting, they posted back in, I don't know. I'm all the way back in season two with theirs. No, I mean, they're, they're current right now. Oh yeah. April. So, okay. So they could time to be alive. If you're a boy meets world podcast, right? Stay tuned for mine. in (laughs) when all the other ones end in two years, yeah, (laughs) you're like, you're the boy meets world cup podcast that references all of the boy meets world podcast. Right. I can go back and it's my rewatch of your rewatch pods. I, I, I thought about it though. I'm like, but if I do that, then I will be the only, uh, podcast host to not be in a boy meets world podcast to be on multiple boy meets world podcast shows. Yeah. (laughs) You've done it. Wheels within wheels within wheels within wheels. So it's. it's, I guess I've been on four. Have you? Uh But you do a pod. Yeah, you do a podcast. I don't do a boy meets. I'm on one of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm on this one, but I've been on three others. Mm -hmm. I've only been on two others because I've never been on on Tanya's. Which one? Which three have you been? I know you've been on. We've been on Bro Meets World. Yes, boy meets girl meets boy meets world, and then we run an episode of shit ninety shows. Oh right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. I have astrology. No, no offense to to them. I haven't listened to their 
Boy Meets World recaps yet, but I have listened to their holiday specials episodes of movies and stuff. Yeah, they have lots mm. of good stuff. So I I enjoyed those, and I eventually go back to Boy Meets World. I just haven't yet. Yeah, um, yeah. We love all yeah. the Boy Meets World podcasts out there. Um, if come you on the are show. <laughs> out there, come on the show. Most of you have. Come on again. Uh huh. We miss um, you. I plan on going on. I'm supposed to go on Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World for this season uh, before they end. Nice. Tell them so, we said hi. I just hope our schedules match up. Uh, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, we love Alden and Tanya. We love all the Boy Meets World podcasts out there. We love Debatable. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of good stuff. So we should say our th- final thoughts on this one. Yeah. So ratings. <laughs> Cameron, as always, we start with you. Oh, gosh. Despite it not being very funny and just kind of being like, Corey, what are you doing? I still think it's really good. So I think I'm going to give it like a nine. I feel like it's a good episode of TV. Mm-hmm. Mike? I'm All right. So I can't rate it as high as some other episodes I would like more, including one of the Lauren Saga episodes. And I, I know what I'd rate those. So I'd probably give this uh, an eight interesting i will keep the average of you two because i was thinking 8.5 um because i think this is a very strong episode um i think it starts some great stuff um but i think there will be things coming that i like better yeah it's a turning Um, point so i love this episode um so i'm gonna give it an 8.5 keep it right in there Mm -hmm. this was definitely better than the last episode (laughs) That I was on. Um, <laughs> That's not hard to do. We, I really never realized how just inconsequential and nothing that episode was. Right. It it really was a placeholder. Even beyond that, it just wasn't that good. No, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't all that fun. It had its moments, but yeah. now you've had an episode with meat. Right, meat. Now I need one in between. Okay, I'm gonna make my plea for MVP. I think it's Lauren. I think it's got to be Lauren. That's I think she drives the plot along. I think she's lovable it's just really charming i was gonna say mr feeney i mean he has two great lines <laughs> and those are his only lines and they're both great <laughs> it's true his player efficiency rating is very high it's yeah. true but as we talked about him not making rounds and checking out the students for being the only chaperone yeah he did a really he did bad a job. job mr feeney bad teacher <laughs> <laughs> mr feeney you're a bad teacher we, we always thought we would get away from that but we really haven't no he's at this point, he's not even being a teacher. He's he's a buddy, he, right? He's a he's a friend. Um, Retirement yeah. is in sight. I'd say okay to Lauren, even though I think she was kind of she's kind of malicious. But I could see Lauren being MVP because there's no one. You don't have many people in this episode, and yeah. everyone in this episode is kind of trash. Yeah, it's a pretty Angela's tight okay. And for her two lines, say, by just shoot me, kill me. Angela yeah. by default is the and word. Angela's fine in this episode. Topanga is in it a lot, but not in a super likable way. No. I was actually when I came into this episode, I figured Topanga would be the MVP. I felt like we'd finally give her one, but really, like when she's, she when she when she comes in, she's like, "I ended up doing six runs with the Olympic team, and I'm going to be in a chapstick commercial." I'm just like, "Shut up!" Like, why are you able to see that? if she was going if she was actually in a chapstick commercial? Because that'd be kind of funny. Oh, oh, I, I didn't. didn't. I should have. She didn't. Oh, but I wish she did. I that would have been she... great. But yeah, I was. She just annoyed me so much. I was like, no, you're not MVP. Yeah, I think it's Lauren. Mm-hmm. 
I she deserves Lauren. it. Those, I, buses, those buses are treacherous. I, I'm going to make a prediction. Two episodes from now, Lawrence is going to be the MVP again. Really? Yes. I, I honestly don't know why I'm going to feel an episode. So maybe. maybe that's because, honestly, that next Lauren episode is probably the most watched uh, episode of Boy Meets World that I have ever seen. And then I think I mentioned this last time. It's because I have a VHS of it that I've recorded from TGIF, TGIF that's still in my garage. And my kid used to watch that tape when she went to bed sometimes okay i have watched that episode more than any other boy meets world episode ah, i would do it just for the original commercials there's that too yeah i gotta i gotta dig it back out and i gotta get a vhs player and then when i do i'm gonna get it one of those converters and i'm gonna get them all on get them all converted to my computer love it so titles uh boy meets mount was it mount sun Mount, Mount Sun. Sun Lodge. Mount, Mount Sun Lodge. The Mount Sun family. <laughs> I was going to say boy meets the fall. The fall. <laughs> yes, that's true. For and multiple reasons. On multiple levels. <laughs> now, for now, because of that, I'm going to relate this episode to um, the Fall Out Boy song, um, Where's Your Boy Tonight? <laughs> Don't know why, but it just, uh, where is your boy tonight? I know he is a gentleman. Maybe he won't find out what I know. <laughs> you were the last good thing about this part of town. <laughs> yeah, that song from Take okay. Us to Your Grave. Uh, yeah, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. That's a banger. All right, we've got a, we've got a music recommendation from our guest. Yeah. Hmm. What to name it? Boy Meets Ha Satan. <laughs> Boy meets Hasatan. <laughs> my, my title was just another way of saying that, but it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do like Boy Meets the Fall. Yeah, that's good. Um. All right. Well, we did it. Yay! We did it. Victory. We did it. We've covered the first Lauren episode. Oh, they said it couldn't will, be done. We will have two more appearances of Lauren. Is it two more? Mm-hmm. IMDb said th- there are four total. I wonder if there's like a clip show or something. So like, what? So I know the next one is where she shows up. Mm-hmm. What's she after? Sh- she shows it's up she again was in, in college. Night. Where does she show up again? She shows up again in college. She shows up in is Corey's she? dream. Where Corey oh, is that what it was? A dream? Yeah, she okay. shows up in one of Corey's dreams. I thought for some reason I, I was like I don't remember her showing up again in college, but that makes sense if it's in a dream. Yeah, it's probably it's probably the other one is probably in the clip show um finale because the finale is a clip show. Now she was in Girl Meets World, is what I hear. No, they no. the lodge is in the oh. show and a boy has a crush on Rory. Rory's daughter and it no, turns her name's not Rory. Is huh? it Rory? Which one? I'm about to go to Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, did I say Rory? I said Rory. Oh. Uh, I don't remember. What is her, her name? name? Um, but a boy has a crush on her at the ski lodge, the same ski lodge. And at the end of the episode, he's like, Oh, Mr. Matthews, my mom says hi. That's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> so is that it's his really family's weird. lodge then? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, well, that, that's what I was saying earlier is like, it kind of implies that maybe her family does own it. So then and- she went back up there and somebody that got a puzzle piece, she finally got. <laughs> trapped in there she took she took one herself it would have been cooler if she showed up i'd like to see mary topanga deal with her <laughs> she's probably too big for a, um, yeah probably. Point. 
for that, kind of that bit part. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, excuse me, yeah. I'm Velma. <laughs> I will not deign to be on. A I worked with Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Scooby Doo himself. <laughs> Mike, tell us what's going on? What's going on with debatable? Uh, you can find debatable every Monday on our Twitter and Facebook pages and YouTube. I um, mean, that's live, or you can Thursdays debatable comes out at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Thursday. As long as Damone can put it up this week, he was late because he has COVID, so he wasn't oh, no. able to get the episode uh, edited. Um, but other than that, it's up every Thursday. You can find all the shows on the T13 Media Network, including uh, Book It, uh, Wrestling Podcast, and a Bad Guy, and all of the Bad Guy um, stuff that Kenny does. You can find all that at T13media.com. It's the letter T, the number one, three, spelled out, media.com. You can find all of our shows. We got we got tons of them. You can find us on Twitter uh, as well as uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you can find him on the crossover episode of this podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys were on. It was a great episode. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. That was fun. It was a while ago. We I didn't realize it. I was going back. I was like, wow, that was so many episodes ago. Yeah, when you do a weekly show. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of stuff we do. And we're like, did we just do that topic? That was like a year and a half ago. Especially if you do a weekly show without a bunch of filler episodes like we seem to end up doing. <laughs> you know, it's what makes us charming, Cameron. Uh, I know. I mean, I'm not complaining. Sometimes we have filler <laughs> I know we have episodes. a... We had a joke episode where we pretend we were a Smallville podcast. Yeah, that was that scared me for a minute there, and then I uh, mm. I was really looking forward to an episode that week too because I knew you guys were getting closer and closer to this, and then I was like Smallville. <laughs> what we, just, done? we wanted we wanted to have our own April Fools' episode. Uh-huh. I need to read more fan fiction so that I can tell more about that story. But I'm just like at that point in the story, I'm like, this is about to get. <laughs> gross i just don't want to do it <laughs> this is about to go from rated e for everyone to rated m for mature if you know what i mean A-O. a o debatable is m for mature so be mature before you go listen <laughs> um yeah cameron do we have anything else um i don't think so uh, we want to say thanks to dizzy parker for our theme song so you can check out the video that the song comes from in the episode's description and from there find all of his other wonderful music that he makes Mm-hmm. Uh, Dizzy, come on the show. There was mm-hmm. talk of it happening at one point. Let's make it happen again. Yeah, we were trying. Schedules just didn't work. We'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. We'll make it happen. Make it happen. Let's go, Dizzy. Come on, talk about. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. So from all of us here at Boy Meets World Fever. So long, world. So long, world. So long, world. When the meets world.